0: Welcome to episode 21. Today, I am answering the question, should I encourage my kid to be friendly to strangers? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a Q&A style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. Hi there, welcome to episode 20. Today, I'm taking a question from Kristen in Durham, North Carolina. Before I get to that, though, I wanted to mention that we are starting the Toy Detox in March, and the Toy Detox is a program to help you declutter the toys. We did this last year with great success, and the families reported that kids played more creatively. They had an easier job of cleaning up. They just had a really great experience overall. So if you're interested in cutting back on the toy clutter, we're going to talk you through step-by-step which toys to keep, which toys to get rid of, how to approach this, everything you need to get started. If you head over to the show notes, the link to sign up will be there. It's at simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 21. This is a question and answer style podcast, so I need your questions. You can leave those for me at simplefamilies.com forward slash ask. And if you prefer to have something more private and need some one-on-one support, I do offer coaching services as well. You can go to simplefamilies.com forward slash coach to get more information. That brings us to Kristen's question for today. She writes that her daughters are three and a half and 15 months, but this question mostly pertains to the three and a half year old. She said, it's very important to me to teach her to be confident and kind in speaking with people. But I wonder, how comfortable do I really want her to be around strangers? Should I be teaching her stranger danger to some degree or focus on being kind and friendly? We are out in public a lot, so this is a big issue for me. And I've talked to a lot of other moms that had the same question. How much should I be encouraging or insisting my daughter to be friendly or courteous with strangers? I would not describe her as shy at all, but she always clams up her hides when we're out in public and someone says hello to her. How should I respond and what should I be telling her or the stranger in this situation? So Kristen, I really see this question as sort of two parts. First being, how much stranger danger language and talk do we really need to be doing with our kids? And the second being, how much do I really need to encourage or support or push my daughter to socialize more with people she doesn't know, particularly when she's out in public with strangers and that sort of thing. So first of all, I do think there is a time and a place for teaching kids about strangers. I think communicating to our kids the idea that you should never take anything from a stranger, such as a gift, and you should never leave with a stranger or get into a car with a stranger, Some of the basics. So, communicating these things on more than one occasion, but not being too alarmist about it. I would try to avoid saying things like, "If you get in, if you get into a car with a stranger, they might take you away and you'll never see your mommy again." Um, Just sort of the facts. So, if a stranger approaches you and asks you to get into the car, you say no. You don't do it. I'm not a big fan of putting fear and anxiety into children particularly around topics like this, because the vast majority of strangers are good people. So I don't want my children to be afraid or fearful whenever they meet new people. I think you can educate them and you can prepare them without scaring them. The fact of the matter is, the majority of what kids learn about strangers and about people They learn without us even teaching them on purpose. So they learn through incidental learning. So incidental learning is what kids just learn naturally through their environment. It doesn't happen through a sit-down conversation. So it's not like we're going to sit down on the sofa and have the talk about strangers. Most of what they're learning is they're learning through watching us. They are the most careful observers. We know that kids are little sponges and they're absorbing all of our behaviors, all of our emotions but they're also really closely watching how we interact with other people. So kids have a pretty amazing way of learning how to do something called code switching. So what code switching is, is the ability to turn on different types of language with different types of people. So you're going to talk very differently. Your tone, the words you choose, your body language is all going to look very different if you're talking to the president of the United States versus your best friend. So our kids watch us, and they see us doing this. They see us code switching. As adults, we have a pretty good radar for people who are safe, so strangers who we don't feel threatened by. Our kids don't have that same radar yet, but they're learning that radar. They're constantly learning that radar by watching us use code switching. So they watch our body language. They watch our tone. They watch how we approach different people. And they can start to see and size people up to say, I think this is a safe person. I don't think this is a safe person. This is someone that I might want to talk to. This is someone I might not want to talk to. So the most important lessons about strangers really come through observation, not through having this big talk with your kids about the danger of strangers. Now, that being said, I do think it's wise to have the conversation with your kids about strangers and to continue to have that conversation. But without being alarmist, we want our kids to be confident when they speak to adults and we want them to be comfortable talking to new people. So we do have to seek out that balance in wanting them to be confident and comfortable and still yet retain a healthy dose of skepticism when they're meeting new people. We have to keep in mind that there might be times when our kids do need to seek out help from strangers, like if they were lost in the shopping mall. Or it reminds me a few years ago of an incident where I was walking my dog and I saw two younger boys riding their bikes and one of them had a seizure. They didn't have a cell phone. We tried to call their mother on my phone. We couldn't get in touch with her. So I ended up driving the boys back to their house. And I was unsure about how the mother was going to react to me doing that. And I felt like I probably did overstep my bounds a little bit, maybe a lot. But after it was all said and done, the mother called me and said, thank you, thank you for looking out for my boys. And I couldn't help but think that I would hope that there was a well-intentioned stranger that might be willing to help my kids if they were ever in a similar situation. So it's all about finding this balance, this balance between trying to teach your kids that people are generally good, but at the same time teach them that they need to be careful. And then trusting that whenever it is that we send them out into the world on their own, that they're going to be able to make good decisions based on what they've seen and what they've heard and what they've learned from us growing up. So that brings me to the second part of the question, which was, how do you handle when your daughter clams up or refuses to say hello when she's out in public? What do you say to her? What do you say to the strangers? Personally, I don't ever recommend that you force kids to say anything. So I don't recommend that you force kids to say they're sorry. I don't recommend that you force them to say hello or goodbye. The way to creating these habits and establishing these behaviors is to model them yourself, not try to force them onto your kids. If you demand that they say hello or you demand that they say that they're sorry or whatever it is that you're trying to get them to say, it often creates more resistance. There was an article about how to teach your kids consent in the Huffington Post that I really loved. I'm going to put it in the show notes you can find the show notes at simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 21. But a couple of the things that this article talks about are never to force your child to hug, touch, or kiss anybody. And I know that's not exactly what we're talking about here, but this idea that kids are in charge of their own body and their own feelings, and we need to respect that. So whether this is meeting a stranger in public and shaking their hand, or it's giving a hug to their uncle who they only see once a year, whatever it is, that we need to respect their decisions. And avoid trying to push them into behaviors that might be a little bit more socially appropriate. Again, they're going to learn through observing. So we need to model this behavior, model this friendly, welcoming behavior, and they will eventually follow suit. So the take-home for today is to try not to be too alarmist when you're teaching about stranger danger because we want our kids to be confident and comfortable when speaking to and meeting new adults. But at the same time, not forcing them into saying hello or giving hugs or shaking hands or doing something just because it's more socially appropriate. Instead, let's just model those behaviors and know that our kids are always watching us and they will pick up on it eventually. Thanks so much for tuning in today. This has been episode number 21. If you have a second, leave a review on iTunes. I would greatly appreciate it. And I look forward to talking with you all soon.